welcome to Soulfully Awakened. I am your host, Nicole, and welcome back, everybody. Officially kicking off season two of the podcast. Thank you so much to everybody that tuned in for the episodes, regardless if you listen to them all, you listen sporadically, you tuned in at the middle, the end. Thank you for everybody that listened to season one. You guys made it super successful. I was able to just connect and reach people from all over the world, not just in the U.S. where I'm located in the United States, but all over the world. And so for me, creating the podcast was all about connection and cultivation of community. And I would say that we achieved that. So thank you so much. And For those of you who are returning, welcome back. This is season two. For those of you who are new, welcome, welcome, welcome to this space and to this community. Um, This is going to be a nice, short, sweet little episode. This is a little bit of a welcome back. And I can't believe that we're in 2020. It's still hard for me to fully wrap my head and my mind and everything around the fact that 2019 is now a chapter and this beautiful journey, this beautiful book that we're all writing. It's like, I feel like we, we blinked and I'm like, holy shit, like we're here now. We're in 2020. So for the past several weeks, I have just kind of been enjoying downtime with my family, with myself. I've taken a bit of a hiatus from social media, especially Instagram. I've deleted it off of my phone. I haven't really been logging in. Just kind of needed a little bit of a break just to be with myself, to have a little time with my family, to recenter, recalibrate, to rest, and to go inward. Took a little time off from that. I'm still on hiatus. Um, Took some time off. I'm currently still taking time away from client sessions and group work and things like that. I'll be returning in mid-January, taking some time off from the podcast, but hello, I'm back now, back with you guys on this beautiful Monday morning and just taking a lot of time to just, to be, to, to not be in this flow of constantly like showing up and holding the space and and doing all these things, which I love, but for the first, for like the last half of 2019, I think I've talked about this in other episodes. I was just extremely, extremely busy, completely booked up and full, which I'm so completely grateful for. But my soul, my heart, my body, everything was just calling for time off. And during this time off, what have I been doing? Well, like I said, I've been totally enjoying time with my family. My kids were off on break. So anytime my kids are off on summer break or extended break, I also go on break because I want to be fully present with them and available for them. Like if they want to go to the movies or go ice skating, or if we just want to have a cozy day inside of doing absolutely nothing but vegging out and watching movies, which I've been doing a lot of that. (laughs) I um, recently was watching a Netflix series. Um, I watched, um, have you guys watched a documentary yet called Don't Fuck With Cats? If you haven't watched it yet, I know the title sounds really weird. I thought it was really weird. 
but I watched it and I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's just like blew my mind. Okay. It's a documentary docu-series. And then I also binged watch, um, the Netflix series, the Witcher, which I really liked it. So if like you're into all these like mystical things, magic and, and witches and ethereal elemental things, you'll, you'll really enjoy this. And so I thought to myself after I watched these, I was like, I can't tell you the last time that I have been able to just completely sit back and watch, watch TV, watch a Netflix series over the past seven to eight months. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And it felt so good to just give myself the space to do that, to, to rest. And I will say the first, um, first week or so. I was really busy with a lot of family stuff, visiting family for the holidays, being around people. But once we got back to our house, because our family lives about two hours away from where we currently reside, um, that was the first time I was actually able to settle into the beingness of myself in my home. And it felt really, really good. The first couple days I felt like, oh my gosh, like I'm not fucking doing enough. Oh my gosh, I got to be doing this. Because my central nervous system was obviously very wired still with that go, go, go um, mentality of just flowing with creation and showing up and sharing and teaching that it took my nervous system um, a couple days to kind of like realize that it's okay. It's all good. Like, let's chill. And once I kind of settled into that flow, it felt really, really good. And it just completely reassured to me that, you know, that time was completely essential to my complete overall being, my well-being, you know, my mind, my body, my soul, the ethereal, the spiritual, all of it. And it is really helping me to reassess how I want 2020 to look. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about my process with my little vision quest mapping for 2020. So when I sat down on New Year's Eve with myself, with my journal, I wanted to just be really open, really effortless, ease-filled, and just fluid and flowy. And I wanted to show up to that space with totally no pressure. And as I kind of dropped in and tuned in to my body, to my guides, one of the messages that I got was to take the pressure off of myself and saying, like, you don't have to map out the entire year of 2020, Nicole. Like, I got this guidance to completely just focus on each, um, <clears throat> the year in quarters. So, you know, the first three months, the next three months, the next three months, and the last three months. And so that's exactly what I did. And when I, when I settled into that, that energy, that vibration in my body, that felt really, really good and resonant. So I decided to do that. And years past, what I would do is I would focus on the entire year as an overview. And then I would kind of zoom in and focus on each month of that year completely all the way from January to December. And I've done that in years past and and, it's worked fine, but I started to kind of listen to my body whenever I was thinking about like doing that, like this 12 month vision quest mapping. And that didn't feel good in my body. And it's because I have realized that the, the energy that I show up into for the first quarter 
if I like map out like, you know, January, my guiding light post words that I choose and then February and I'm building upon January and then I'm building upon January and February as I flow into March, the way that I show up to my second quarter is going to be different based on how January, February, and March went. And that three month blocking feels really, really good to me. And so that's like, kind of like what I'm going to do. And so what I did was I chose an overall 2020 mantra or intentional words. And my words for the month, the month, the year of 2020 that really came to me were expansion, illumination, community, real and raw. And so I kind of just like kind of felt into that. And I had a numerology reading with my friend Cass O'Neill. So if you are part of my email community, you saw when I sent that out when she was going to be doing numerology readings. It's it like literally, you guys, I I can do my own numerology, but having somebody do it who swims in that frequency of doing it and the way that she merges her own unique channel, her own unique vessel of flowing with the sacredness within numbers is so fucking beautiful. And so I'm so glad that I booked with her because I completely trust her. She is this very um, open heart, expansive, soulful, sacred sister of mine. And so the listening to her talk and I was like, yes, like everything resonated. And so when I showed up to my um, 2020, like when I was mapping out my words and things like that, I was paying attention to my own personal year that I'm going to be in. And then we, um, I also have went back and listened to the auto recording where she breaks it down month by month. And I listened to it. I just listened to January, February, March. And I listened to it after I mapped out what I was feeling energetically. And I didn't really remember a lot of our conversation because there was so much detail talking about numbers. But what I found really, really interesting was the way that I intuitively felt and instinctually felt in my body completely aligned to what, you know, numerology wise in my year per month is um, the energy vibration, the things that are good for me, the things that I'm stepping into were things that I intuitively wrote down and things like that. And so whenever I also look at my year, since I do practice shamanism, I'm a shamanic practitioner, I kind of um, like to think about what animal medicine am I going to be working with really intentionally over the year. And and it, there could be more that come into my year, you know, per month and, you know, things like that. But the ones that really came to me, the ones that I work most with are the sea turtle, the hawk and the black panther. And I was like, okay, yeah, these are, these are my, um, these are my um, animal guides. These are the ones that I really work with, my power animals that I have learned to navigate, you know, the shamanic realms with and the worlds. And the other one that kind of came through, I haven't worked with very much, but I've done some shamanic journeys to speak with this um, this medicine, this this animal totem has been the hummingbird, and which I really, really love because the hummingbird, just think about when you watch a hummingbird you know, they're, they're fast moving, they're fleeting. It's like so joyful, so playful, so colorful, just everything about it. Like when you see a hummingbird, like it's like, it's almost like seeing 
like a fairy. And it's so magical when you can capture them and look at them long enough, not capture them like you're going to cap, you're going to catch them, like capture them with your eyes, watching them when they settle down, you see them, you're like, oh my, like, it's just like, it's like seeing like magic in front of your eyes. So I'm going to be working with the energy, the medicine of the hummingbird. And so what do I mean by that? What do I mean by like, I'm going to work with the medicine. It means that when I do my shamanic journeys or I am <coughs> flowing through my months. I'm going to intentionally call upon them to work with me at the beginning of the month. I'm going to, you know, give them a little bit of an offering, a prayer, really invite them in because that's the thing when working with um, energies, spirits, angels, they do want to help you, but we have to intentionally call them forward, call them in. And, you know, the simple way to do that is through what feels really good when you're creating a ritual. Does it feel like um, meditating with them, saying an affirmation or intentions out loud to them, praying to them, or simply just opening it up and saying, you know, Hawk Medicine, I invite you into my January with me please be with me. Please guide me. Please help me to see the overall view of things. Help me to have a really expanded view and, and be with me throughout the month and, you know, whatever it is, like you can say something like that. So that's the thing, like when working with energies, it's completely like up to you as the, as the energy, as the space holder to have your own unique experience and relationship to what it is that you're working with and what you're calling in. People like myself or books that you read can give you based on our experience, but it's from our experience, what feels good to us. It may work really well for you. You may do it and that feels so connected, but you may take a little bit of what you like and then morph it and weave it into something that feels really good to you. So I'm always about encouraging people to to take what resonates and then leave the rest. Just because you leave what doesn't resonate does not mean that that person is wrong. It just means that energetically it doesn't sync with your vibration in this moment. So you're choosing to take these bits of wisdom, these little nuggets here, and then you're letting your intuition and your instinct carry you the rest of the way. Your intuition is very heart-led, instinctually is very body-led, somatically through the human body, through the experience. So that's kind of how I work with the um, animal medicine. So I just kind of like just when I do this, you guys, it's like so dropped in where I'm not thinking about like, oh, my God, is this right? Am I doing this right? Because I've been doing this work long enough where I know when things come to me, it's right for me in that moment, regardless of what other people are doing out there. It doesn't matter. Like I need to listen to what is coming to me, what is coming up for me and let that space lead me. So what I did is, so I talked about how I did my overall universal year. And then what I did was I started with January. Okay. What are going to be like the intentional energies that I'm calling in for January. And I kind of like wrote that down. Some things that like I want to show up for, for January, whatever that is. Like I'll just say like one of them for me for January is to show up and do more hot yoga, more vinyasa within a studio setting. I used to do this back in 2018, very, 
very regularly within a studio about two to three times a week on top of my fitness schedule. Because to me, that connection in a yoga studio and being guided and being led and being able to stretch and connect to myself and not have to be the one guiding or directing felt really, really good to me. And I missed yoga. And in 2019, super grateful, but my schedule blew up client wise, like crazy where the time that I could get to the studios was extremely limited. So in 2020, I decided, nope, I am creating space. I'm going to the, this yoga studio that is by me on this day and this day. And my goal is at least twice a week to hit up hot yoga. It's really, really important to me. So that's one of my intentional call-ins. And when you do an intentional call-in, you can't just like hold glitter in your hand and blow it out into the universe and say, this is what I want. Okay. Universe, make it work. It's like you, you send out that call in, you're calling this into your vibration. And then with those, with those pings, those, those visceral gut pulls, you are led to the breadcrumbs that are going to help you connect the dots and to do this thing, to bring this thing into your existence. It asks you to show up and to show up and do intentional aligned action. Okay. So with these call-ins, it's like I wrote out all these things, these intentional call-ins that are very important to me for January, the things I want to want to bring in to my vibration, my existence, but it calls for me, Nicole, to show up as well. Like I can't just throw it up, throw the glitter up there and say, universe, do it for me as I lay in bed all day and watch Netflix and, and do nothing. No, it causes me to get out and to interact with the world around me, to listen to what insights come in, to look here, to look here, to do this. It, but it feels really, really soul led, really heart expanded energy leading me. And so I, I did that for each month. So I would do these intentional call-ins for January. And then I would like, you know, do like that. And then I would do February and do March. And then another thing I also did too, was I pulled out, um, I think I did three card decks. Did I do three card decks? Let me look and see. Maybe I only did two. I did two card decks and I closed my eyes and I just said, okay, what card decks do you want me to work with for January, February, March? And I got these, these pings to pull this tree Oracle wisdom deck. Okay, great. I'm going to use this one. And then I was um, pulled to my light um, worker Oracle deck. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to work with that. And so what I did was I would just close my eyes, really center, ground my energy into the card to say, what, what do you want me to know or focus on or what messages lie for me in January? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Some people, okay, like I will tell you, if you guys didn't listen to working with Oracle card decks um, episode, go back and listen to that. I explain how I work with them. Um, some people will be like, okay, like they cut the deck three times. They either flip from the top card or the bottom card. Me, I just close my eyes and I shuffle. And for me, spirit always takes and flings a card out. So if you've ever worked with me and seen me work with cards, you know this to be true. I don't even think about it. I'll be talking to you shuffling and a card just flies out of the deck. And I know that that's the card that I, I need to um, focus on. I need to flip. I need to read. There's a message in it. So I kind of did that. Um, and I did that for each month. So I pulled two cards for the first three months 
you know, um, two cards per month and wrote down those. And so what I will do is I will go back and I will focus on, I'll have that little journal that I'll have it set up on my desk. And I just kind of like look at it every so often just to kind of remind me, re-anchor me into that energy that was set forth when I sat down to do this vision questing with January. So I'm going to focus on that and I'm going to show up very intentionally with that energy and with the overall energy theme of expansion, illumination, community, real and raw energy show up. And then I'm going to zoom in and look at the other guiding words that I chose. The, the energy to me for my personal January feels like openness, receptivity, and shedding. And so that's just kind of how I um, have worked with doing my own personal vision quest for the, for the first quarter of 2020. And a thing that I did for my email list. So if you're part of my email list, when I sent out the email about 2020 you saw the free PDF that I created about what is my unique medicine. And this is to help people get really clear about the, the medicine that they house within them. And when you know the medicine that you house within you, you can start to show up in that energy vibration and show the world around you what it is that lies within you that you are now ready to birth or bring forth or to to be a part of to flow with to flow into for the the coming days the coming weeks the coming months the coming year and i think it's really important for us to drop into that space about you know, checking in with ourselves, like what is my medicine? What is my message? What are things I'm really good at? What are my gifts? What are things that I could do all day that I do with effortless ease? What are things that people say that I'm good at? Those things are breadcrumbs and clues on your path. So if you're not part of my email list and you want access to that free PDF, let me know. You can send me, um, you can go to my website and on that very first page where it says like, you know, like join the community um, you can get access that way. You shoot me a message and just say, can I please have that PDF? Or you can email me at Nicole and I C H O L dot C dot Altman, A L T M A N at gmail.com. And just let me know that you would like that PDF. I think it's a really fucking good PDF. It's about an 11 or 12 page PDF, but it kind of runs you through the overall process that I do with clients and helping them tap in deeper to their gifts and to really look at what medicine they house within. It's a really powerful process. So if you want access to that, let me know and I will make sure that you get that PDF hand delivered to you to your email inbox as soon as possible. So this is kind of the way that I decided to do my own personal 2020 vision quest. I'm going to be showing up and doing this every quarter. So I'm going to be doing this process each quarter for three month increments. Okay. And another thing that I like to keep in mind is the overall energy of the, the, the year for the collective because the collective energy infuses into our own field of energy. Um, in all ways, all shapes, all forms. And it's just a collective overall um, overview of the energy, but it does affect you. But when you get really down deeper into your like own personal year and month years, that's like really, really 
tailored to you. But the universal year is super important. And so we're in a four year, you know, vibrationally speaking with numbers. And this year, you know, like I did a little bit of numerology research, but I kind of like to always like um, dive into my intuition about what it means to me. And to me, the four year is a year of really grounding in and anchoring into our purpose, into our truth, into our medicine, setting up like these long-term sacred flow and sacred strategies. And what I mean by that means like really like looking and fine tuning and looking at the processes that you have in place for your, for yourself, for your life, for your business, like even for yourself, like your spiritual practices, look at what you're doing for yourself on a mind, body, soul level. And check in and see if you are doing things that nourish all those aspects, because that is setting up the foundational building that you're doing for the way you're flowing into the year. Same thing with your business. Like for me, I am an, I am an entrepreneur and so I work for myself. And so I'm really fine tuning like my offerings, making sure they're really streamlined, my, um, my email flow and looking at ways I can automate my business where I feel like. I don't have to be constantly like having my hands over here and doing something that like, what can I do over here to make this a little more efficient so I can spend more time writing these, um, these PDFs, these eBooks where I can work on writing these articles for these, um, different, uh, venues that, you know, are asking me to write articles and things like that. And so it's all about looking and setting up sacred flow in your day and your week and your month and in your life. And to me, this feels like a really big building year. Like I'm talking like heightened building of understanding your feminine and your masculine energy flow. We house both of them. Okay. And that feminine energy is that receptive, intuitive, heart led, heart centered, soul centered flow of just so deeply dropped in and tapped in from the heart space where she's connecting and merging the upper chakras with the lower chakras and listening and filtering and being that divine leader who is showing up and she's in that energy is not meek. She is powerful. She is tapped and she knows what she wants and she's showing up that way. And the masculine is saying, all right, I am here to help you do it. Like I can help you take those visions, those ideas, those sacred those sacred visions, that sacred flow and create a sacred strategy, a way, a vehicle to do that thing. And so for 2020, it feels like that we're really getting a really good taste of what that means for each of us and taking what we have learned over the past decade and fine tuning it and taking a fine tooth comb and saying, this works, this works, this doesn't, this is how I'm going to lead. So it feels like a forging of those two energies and this really beautiful ease filled way. It also feels like we are in this new phase of grounded focus where we have, where we're taking and everything is just feels really clear, really simple, really, um, unbound practices that harness this foundational flow. So what I mean by clear, clean, and simple means, we are just doing what feels really good to us in each moment and knowing and trusting and surrendering to that flow and knowing that what we are doing is what matters most in that moment. It's not about, you know, applying all these 50 steps in a day and this makes me more this or this makes me um, achieve this or whatever. It's like getting back to basics and checking in with ourselves and 
understanding that we cannot, um, we, what do I, how do I want to say this? Like we can't ascend in this spiritual matter if we leave behind the physical body. Okay. It's understanding that both of them together, dancing together are what really, really matter. So it's about checking in with your physical self. Um, you know, like with the simple things, am I moving my body? Am I drinking enough water? Am I eating foods that are nourishing me? How is my mindset? And am I getting enough sleep? Am I doing things that bring me joy or am I going through the motions? Because those things are going to foundationally set the tone for the way that you merge with your soulful spiritual self. It's going to anchor you in and make you feel really, really good. And this is a very big building year. So it's foundational. We are building a really, really sturdy foundation. So without a sturdy foundation, um, and you just, if you just kind of slap shit together, If you have a crack in your foundation, you're not paying attention to, like I said, merging the human self with the soulful self and this really beautiful dance and honoring both and knowing that one is not better than the other. Um, You could have a crack in your foundation. What happens when you have a crack in your foundation? Well, you know, that you think about a house that has a crack in its foundation, it can start to sink into the ground. And then you can have all these repairs that are going to cost you so much on the back end. But if you would have just taken the time to build a really beautiful foundation and, 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 you know, and not just slapped a bunch of shit on top of each other, you wouldn't run into this problem. So this year, 2020 feels like it's a very beautiful building year, very big, beautiful year. And this year is all about, long-term goals and tensions that are built upon during this year. And so it's all about like, what is your mission statement? And if creating a mission statement for your overall 2020 seems scary, what is your mission statement for your first quarter? What are the things that when you close your eyes, you put your hand over your heart, you start to slowly breathe in through the nose, start to breathe out from the mouth, Breathing in through that nose, out of the mouth, and then start to drop your focus into your heart, feeling your heart beating, merging with your hand, feeling those subtle tingles, feeling the warmth. When you really drop into your heart, what does your heart desire for 2020? What does your heart desire for the first quarter of the year? And zooming in even closer, what does your heart desire for January? Right now in this moment, what is she calling you into? And I like to do that kind of drop in often. Because as you grow, the things that you desire are going to grow too. This is called growth. So we're not meant to stay complacent. When we stay complacent and we stay stuck, that is a choice. So when we feel that way, that's a really great time to drop into the heart and say, where am I staying complacent? And do it in a very non-judgmental way, very loving way. We're curious. Where am I keeping myself stuck? Because I find that when I keep myself stuck, I'm telling myself why I can't do something, why I shouldn't do something. And it comes from a lot of um, roots off of this seed that we know called fear. And when we can kind of look at fear with curiosity, 
and we can look at it with openness and loving intentional energy it feels less scary we create the story with our thoughts and our feelings and the more that we become curious and interested within the story and just like observant we can start to see where things have branched off where things have root have grown roots and have you know webbed this um this uh, fear-based energy of saying, why I can't do this, why I shouldn't do this. And we can kind of start to dismantle it. And that comes with us being invested and curious within our own selves, our own understanding of who we are. So I am always all about these deep, intentional heart drop-ins. And it's something that I love to do. So this is why that I why I frequently will do these little heart check-ins because... You know, as I grow the my visions, my dreams, my intentions, the things that I'm doing, the things maybe that I have kind of shelved are going to grow and expand and shed as, as I'm doing that. So I really like to do those heart drop-ins, those heart check-ins, you know, as often as I can. So that's just something that I invite you guys into doing, that I encourage you guys to do. And I just kind of wanted to share my process with what I have been doing over the past couple weeks and how I am creating some very aligned intentional flow into my life with 2020. So I hope that you guys are doing great. I hope that you guys had a beautiful holiday and I can't wait to connect with you guys more on the season two of this podcast. I have lots of really cool things coming your way. Lots of fun interviews that I had been doing that I'm still doing. Um, in the process of putting those together for you guys and just to bring a lot of really fun, insightful, deep types of episodes to the podcast, sharing with you guys all the things that I love and just having really open, beautiful conversations. So I will talk to you guys on the next podcast. Have a beautiful day.